So this is a message today for all the visionaries out there that is that are suppressing it wholly, you know, not even allowing themselves to tune into it uh, and just creating busyness in their life and all the things, their to-do list and all the things they've got to do and tick off because uh, it's a perfect distraction and it really is. Um, and it's also for the visionaries who are dabbling, who are understand and recognise that if it was about hard work equal, equaling results, well, everyone would have it, really, like everyone who works hard. And I know some people who work damn hard who continuously work hard and are waiting, still waiting for things to fall into their lap and it just does not happen that way. Like we know, we, we know that wouldn't be the case. Um, so therefore this is also for visionaries who just want to see a different perspective of things. Okay. So for some people in, if you're the visionary, you know, you have a big dream, a big goal, um, big vision. In fact, it's not even really big. We'll be calling it that, but, and we put it on a pedestal a little bit to distract ourselves somewhat. Uh, (laughs) that's not what this is about today, but it's worth definitely calling out. But you will be, you know, the point of today, the intention for today's message is that you start to see how your emotions are driving decisions that keep you stuck on a loop, that keep you circulating in something that you, you know, you're close but no cigar. You're never quite reaching that outcome. You're never quite reaching that goal. Okay, so this has come about because as you guys or as most of you will know and if you're new to this you won't know at all but my 12-month mentorship visionary success accelerator we just had even more people join it this week it's I'm so excited I'm it's launched in August 2023 in case you're listening to this many years to come and I am just so grateful like I always talk to people about being brave enough to put out what you want to put out there, what you, how you know you can make a difference rather than like, oh, what do people want to see? What do people want to do? How do people want to work with you, you know, in this coaching space? And, you know, I don't mean that from the selfish point of view. I mean this from this, from a total place of what is your muse? What is your art? Can you be brave enough to put it out on your terms um, and how you want to light up the world as this, as a visionary and healer, like obviously I'm putting it out there for other visionaries being one myself. And so <clears throat> if you are making decisions, so let's just take a back step about feelings, okay? And feelings, I call it the F word because so many people just do not tune into their feelings. It is something that is so overlooked and so damn simple that people just, I don't know. I know I don't know why we are so scared of them. I do know why we're so scared of them. But I I also understand they're gonna move mountains for people, as in when you understand this, when you're not fearing it anymore, and you can start to look at things objectively. And that doesn't mean you get rid of feelings, quite the contrary. It sometimes it means you absolutely lean and dive into them because we're creating trust with ourselves, we're creating a partnership with ourselves. You are the person who spends the most time with you. I know that doesn't sound very profound, but yet we are the least connected to ourselves than ever before. And I, as I said, I see it with this one simple exercise in lots of ways. And it's really important because it's you connecting into you is how you start to live out your vision, how you start to live out your muse, how you start to live out your art, not part-time or when you feel like, yes, I'm doing all the right things and I'm doing the things that I really want to be doing, but 
I'm not quite having that impact that I want to be having impact being, I don't know, maybe the number of people that are going through your courses or programs or touch points or engaging or all the things that you want to be here for. Like maybe there's books or maybe there's talks or maybe there's other things that you want to be doing that you're just putting off. So it could be that you're, you know, you're on track on so many levels, but you're off track on so many levels too. Um, or maybe you're absolutely starting out. So if we talk about feelings, what are feelings for? Feelings drive your decision. So you can look up studies on this if you would like to, but um, I just want to call out that there have been people that have had the part of their brain that house, if you will, emotions. And when they take the, like it might be through a cancer patient or there's other studies as well on making decisions with CEOs and things like that. So you draw, you take the emotion out of the person and most of these are subliminal, like they're so automatic that you don't even realize that you're doing it. This is the habits that start to be created, why it's really important to even know what you're feeling as well in the first point, because it helps you break a cycle of a habit um, and, you know, work with yourself in a whole different perspective and level, which is really important when you're trying to, to change things um, and receiving your growth, if you will, on whatever level that might be. So when that part of the brain was removed, say for these cancer patients, they couldn't make a decision. They couldn't, they didn't know what to make for the brekkie, what clothes to wear, because your emotions drive your decisions. Okay. And so what we tend to do as humans and why this is important to call out right now is we will tend to blow shit up in this world. And when I say blow shit up, I mean, in our life. So we might be like, okay, I've had enough of this or this doesn't seem to be working well or I don't know, you just feel a little bit uncomfortable and you just feel like I'm going to blow shit up. I'm going to, I don't know, create some riff over here and create a problem over there and not follow through on this anymore and just feel like I'm self-sabotaging, even though you might probably not be self-sabotaging. It's, it's a massive big communication piece with you, but again, we're not listening in. Uh, and so we don't even know what's going on. We're just looking at things blowing up around us. We're looking at things not working out. We're looking at things feeling like we're wrong. Okay. So we need fixing um, and we're doing something wrong. And maybe, you know, by default, if you're doing something wrong, you're doing something right somewhere else. And so we start to go into this spiral of emotions that continuously drive our decisions into the same place. Right. And so we, what we end up doing a lot of the time is moving. So we, we sort of, oh, I'm going to leave that job. Oh, I'm going to leave that relationship. Oh, I'm going to leave that house or something. And look, sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes you absolutely need to do that. Sometimes you really don't. And sometimes we really go to the extremes to create a change only to find ourselves six months, 12 months, two years, heck, sometimes a week later going through the same patterns going through the same habits because nothing's actually changed nothing has actually changed we've just created a wrongness somewhere in our life we've created more of the same feeling and we've moved with the same feeling and the same energy and the same everything that created the same situation that we are in so when I say the same energy your thoughts and feelings and that in a collective way uh, send out a vibe that's the best way I can really say it right now so for those you know some of you will totally know this and understand it intricately and some of you will be like what but your thoughts and feelings create that vibe now it's not only what you're logically thinking it's also the subliminal things and what you're doing 
you know, unconsciously. And, and that's why it's so important because sometimes people, you know, it frustrates me a little bit sometimes when I hear or see an ad about, oh, I'll teach you how to manifest and I'll teach you how to be, uh, you know, a magnet for things in your like magnify things into your life. 100% of the time you're magnifying things into your life. 100% of the time you're manifesting. Like even when you're sleeping, you have a vibe, you have an energy. If you hooked yourself up to like the scale of consciousness, you would have a vibe and energy even when you're sleeping. It's because it's almost like your, your default, there's default beliefs and default things that are just running like you still are alive even when you're sleeping. I just want to call that out. It sounds weird, but people often feel like they turn it off on, they turn magnetism, if you will, off and on. So if something great comes my way, oh, I've manifested that. If something not so great comes my way, oh, I haven't manifested that. Yes, you absolutely have. And sometimes the not so great things is also really great things. They're massive big opportunities for us to receive ourselves in a different way, to change direction, um, to communicate differently with ourselves. It's just a communication piece. And I teach that in all my programs too, because we're so used to just shutting something out that doesn't feel good, but let's receive ourselves in all of the emotions, like the suite of emotions in this human experience are all the things we get to experience, obviously. And so we, what we will tend to do is we'll tend to, like we have this uncomfortableness and things aren't really working out and something like we're not really listening to ourselves. We're not really on purpose. We're not really living at our truth and fulfilling all of our needs. And that's the truth. Like on a needs, I love the topic of needs um, and tuning into our needs from us to us. We often feel like someone else has to fulfill our needs. It's our job to fulfill our needs. You start to attract people in that will support you inside that but you've got to lead the way. Like you're the leader of your life. That's like everything I do. You're the leader of your life and either you're showing up as such or you're not. Um, but that's, you know, that's your beautiful gift that you get to learn um, and tune into for you, you know, work with yourself on a different level. That's where the magic really starts to happen. So if you have this decision or you're making this decision because you are feeling a certain way and you make the decision while feeling that certain way, most likely the feeling, the, the result of that decision is going to end up in exactly the same sort of outcome. Sure, you might be in a different location or a different job or something, but the same sort of thing is going to start to come through. And it's going to start to come through because it's exactly the same energy that created it, okay? And that this has got nothing to do with being positive, by the way. A lot of people are like, oh, so that means I just have to be positive. No, you have to be real. You have to be real. You have to know yourself. You have to trust yourself. And that's you know, you're the masterpiece and the work in progress at exactly the same time with some of these things. So it's not like, oh, I have to do this for the next 10 years before I can work it out. No, you can choose into that beingness of the person now. Absolutely. I teach it to my clients and support my clients inside it all the time. And you also get to deepen that experience with yourself. You get to receive information. You get to support yourself, but you're already coming from that place of wholeness, right? Because that's an emotion, right? That's that's a feeling that you're going to cultivate within. And when you're feeling that and when you're cultivating that within, you're starting to lead from, you know, a very, very different place. You're starting to lead from a place of opportunity, from a beautiful perspective, you're starting to be a person who is working with yourself and who believes that for yourself too. So why that's important is you're no longer going to start to blow shit up. 
you're no longer going to be like, oh, I have to, I know something isn't right here. And instead of listening way back here, the communication was like, you know, maybe a few years ago. And that doesn't mean you had to leave the situation or you even have to leave the situation or circumstance or person or whatever it might be. It simply might just be, well, it's giving me some sort of feedback. What's the feedback? What's the opportunity? How can I shift this? Not how can I change other people or let's focus on the fact that these people aren't or the situation isn't great. It could just because the situation might be amazing. It's just that it's gotten louder and louder and louder. And it was once something that you really, really wanted. Well, what if you started to look at it from the point of view that you're, it's like one, it's feedback and there's communication inside it. But if you started to listen to, well, my pattern potentially is, I'm saying potentially in this for you, that you find a fault with something that makes you move, that makes you change, okay, that makes you do something different, which is amazing. Oh, well done. I think it's amazing. Like it's something that you're calling yourself home to all the time. Because, you know, part we're creative, growing, amazing beings. Let's start to actually honor that every single day so we don't need to blow shit up. But let's come from the place that if we want to move, we're moving from a great place. We're not moving from a place of, oh, I have to move because this feels really horrible. We're starting to work with the greatness of ourselves, the greatness of life, and seeing that things are always working in our favor. And I'll give you a really quick example. So if my kids you know, want to back, it's not so much now, they sort of found their feet and things that they want to be doing. Um, but if my kids were playing a sport, so there was, you know, sport was included in lots of things that we would always do. If they stopped wanting to play the sport, they would, I would often find them just mucking up, like being bored and being distracted and then not wanting to go to training or, you know, whatever, like whatever it might've been and just sort of having a shitty sort of attitude. And I remember I used to say to them, I remember this in particular when it came up for tennis. And so I think they're in like maybe kindy. So the first year of primary school and maybe year two when we first started. And I remember saying to them, you are of course allowed to quit, but we don't quit on a shitty attitude. So if you want to stop something, you give it 110%. You, you go all in and think it's the best thing in this world and you quit from that place. You quit from feeling proud of yourself. You quit from feeling like you're amazing. You quit from feeling like you gave it your all and then you move on to something greater as opposed to let's blow this up, let's make it really horrible, let's have a really shitty attitude Let's complain about the coach or the this or the that or the uniform or whatever it might be. Let's find something to feel, feeling bad about, to feel uncomfortable about. And it might be real. That's not what I'm saying. As I said, we're being real with it, but let's, we often go to find something for it. It might've already been there, but we just ignored that at the start. We overlooked those things, but let's just say they weren't there. But then we start looking for things that feel bad. And in the process of looking for things that feel bad, we then make the change and we go into something else, but we start to perpetuate that cycle in our life. And before you know it, you're an adult who's doing exactly the same thing as opposed to an adult who's learning to own their power, who's learning to communicate needs, who's learning to communicate things, who's learning to step into something and say, hey, this doesn't feel right from the get-go and I trust myself inside that. I don't need to 
you know, find out the hard way that it didn't, it wasn't exactly what I wanted. Let's start to trust that because we're starting to see ourselves from a place of things get to be great. Things get to be amazing, right? And it's this massive big shift in our perspective. And then when you're working with yourself that way, what I tend to find is people, adults, (laughs) so work with adults, um, tend to not need to blow shit up. They just make an informed, beautiful decision trusting their gut, trusting their heart, trusting their vision. They follow their path no matter what. They don't, you know, give up on their muse and their art or wait for something to come along. They're just actually living that. They're okay with being in like out of their comfort zone, knowing that their growth or something different is going to come out of their comfort zone. If they're going to stay where they are, they're going to stay where they are. So you must leave that comfort zone, which feels uncomfortable. Hence why it's called a comfort zone. And that doesn't mean you have to have the worst experience in the world or anything like that. It just simply means you're out of your comfort zone. And so you're stepping into something new. And so you're comfortable with the fact that you're stepping into something new and you're honoring the fact that, hey, something new feels different. And sometimes different feels uncomfortable. And it's only because I'm not used to it. It's a little bit like at some point in time, you had to learn to use a knife and fork. You had to learn to drive a car. It was all uncomfortable. You had to learn all these things. And then at at some point in time, it was uncomfortable. It was like, oh, it's so much easier to use my hands. It's so much easier just to walk or catch the bus or something. Um, It's so much easier for someone else to drive me or whatever it might be in a job. It's so much easier for someone else to do this. I'm going to find something that, you know, doesn't feel as stressful. Well, you know, I think that's cool too. We can choose those things as well. Of course, there's all the smorgasbord of life that we can choose. But sometimes allow yourself to follow that truth, follow that heart, and realize that those emotions drive your decision. And so while you're looking for the emotions to warrant a decision, you're putting all that energy, all that focus, when it could be completely different, when you could just be stepping into your greatness and realizing you don't have to stay somewhere forever and realizing there's a whole suite of opportunity and sometimes opening the door on one thing you know, it leads to another thing. It's like the path. It's like you, there's something that's a shiny, beautiful thing that's calling your name in front of you and you step onto it and it's always the best decision because you've chosen to follow that decision and you've chosen to trust yourself and you've chosen to follow that um, because you're coming from that really beautiful place of that balance and trust. That's all I can say right now. It really is from coming from a place of trust, not looking for something right or wrong, um, which, you know, really warps our perception and, when we're looking for something wrong, we'll always find it. When we're looking for something right, we'll always find it because that's what we're focused on. We 100% find whatever we're focused on. And if we just start to dance, like move, you know, dance in life, like move where we need to go because it's, it's calling our name, it's showing us. And I can think back on things that I chose and maybe they didn't work out or maybe they didn't come to fruition the way that I thought they would have. But I can see now on looking back, like you can't make sense of your life forwards. You're not trying to how your life was like, how can I do this? How can I do that? Well, you don't know until you're there. Like you, if you knew how, you'd already be there. That's the thing. You can look back and see it differently, but you're meant to go, you're meant to be have those initiations. You're meant to move. You're meant to step into something new and be guided from that place so that when you are, 
at that place of being the person, you do have the lessons. You do have the guidance. You do have the support. You do have the trust. You do have the capacity to hold what you want, right? Otherwise, you're constantly looking back to where you are and you're perpetuating that cycle on repeat. So a couple of messages. There's lots of messages inside there. Follow your truth. Be your truth and trust yourself inside that. Stop looking for the feeling to drive your decision, you know, from a place of pain. Start to change that perspective and start to realize that this world is always working for you, (laughs) always working for you. And, you know, that's a really amazing place to operate from and a very different place to start to receive from. And you'll start to see things opening up all the time for you. And trust your vision. Be the visionary that you are. Really allow yourself to receive yourself. To give yourself permission to have what you want. And it's not how many more hoops can I jump through. Be the work in progress and masterpiece all at once. Give yourself that gift of growth and wholeness all at the same time. And you're not going to start looking to find fault and blow things up in your life. You're going to just start to move with you. And, yeah, that's what you need. That's what the world needs more than ever. So I'd love to hear any thoughts or questions you have on this. And thanks for listening.